Hello everyone, my name is Jennifer Elston. I'm an entrepreneur, a social marketer, an attorney, a vision strategist, and most importantly, I'm a mom of four. We have this one life, and I believe that the only time any of us truly have is now, and I don't want us to waste a single second. So no, you are not excused. I want to help you to ditch the overwhelm and make big mindset moves by seeing excuses as reasons for showing up in your own life. Let's change the world one candid conversation at a time. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. I hope you all are having an incredible week so far. We are post-Halloween, so the holiday festivities can begin. Um, I love to eat, so Thanksgiving is one of my favorites, and I will not be skipping that celebration like many people are. I want to let you know that I am recording this from a hotel room. Uh, I am traveling for my business and so there could be vacuums, there could be knocks on the door, there could be heating systems, you know, firing up. I don't know, but I'm here and showing up no matter where I'm at, right? So I'm not excused. So here I am. Last week, we talked about fear and energy, how everything is energy. Einstein said that, not me. And if you haven't listened to it, I really, I would encourage you to go back and download it and listen to it because I felt led to build upon that this week. And uh, that was really inspired by how many messages I received about last week's episode. Um, Many. And how, you know, how it was a punch in the gut or a kick in the pants or a reality check. And so I wanted to go further with it versus, you know, going in a a different direction. Because it's such a powerful, uh, powerful topic, but a, a powerful thing in our lives that, that control and what we give control to and the energy that we're putting out, it, it literally impacts everyone around you and you have to be really mindful of who you are surrounding yourself with because their energy is impacting you. I can walk into a room, high vibe, high energy, excited, happy, and that room is in a low vibration of low energy people. And I don't mean tired people, there's some of that, but I mean negativity rolling off their flesh. And it impacts me like a tidal wave. It affects me physically, and it certainly affects me mentally. So think about where and who you're spending your time with and also how your energy is affecting other people as well. And one really powerful thing, when I put my devices down and I spend time with my own mind, I gain a lot of clarity. And as an aside, I also find that rather than being dangerous to be alone with my own thoughts. It energizes me and it raises my vibration and I move past toxic thought and fears and influence. Influence from other people's complaints, thoughts, fears, scarcity mindset, 
energy. So spend some time with yourself getting clear. Maybe even over the next few days, get get clear. Take some time each day to get clear with yourself. And you'll, you'll want to take some of the stuff from this episode in that, in that time of contemplation that, that you're going to have. So I read, I was scrolling the other day, and someone posted, your faith can move mountains and your doubt can create them. Wow. I mean, that, I stopped. Listen to that again. Your faith can move mountains and your doubt can create them. We, we self-create so many obstacles in our lives that don't really exist, right? We do. And I'm, I'm, t- I'm going to go into that because it's another way of saying perception is reality. Where does your mind go? Does your mind automatically go to lack, scarcity, fear, frozenness, paralysis, whatever, or the abundant way of thinking? inspiration, action, energy. There's enough for all of us. Most of us are programmed to have a scarcity mentality. We go to a glass half empty versus half full or that glass is refillable. And some of us do it on purpose. Some of you listening right now, you do it on purpose and you always have because we don't want to get our hopes up. Because then we have to feel disappointment or some other similar emotion that we don't like to feel. And this is an emotional intelligence issue. This is an emotional intelligence issue, but it's also a product of the world that we live in. And and that's emotional intelligence. It's an entirely different conversation on its own. We'll, we'll We'll have a conversation on that. And I was 100% this way growing up, really up until about seven years ago, eight years ago. You want to think that something can't happen, even though you want it to. But you say, I probably won't win. We're probably not going to win that game. I'm never going to earn that. Uh, I can't earn that reward. I can't earn that trip. I can't make that happen. We won't whatever. It it will never happen. I will never have that. Whatever it is, fill in the blank. And you do this as self-preservation. So that if you do achieve the thing, if you do win the game, if you do earn the vacation, if you do get to the place that you want to be or have success with the business or whatever it is, you're going to be pleasantly surprised. You're going to be happy versus getting your hopes up and then feeling disappointment or failure. And for many of you, and yes, I'm going to say many, you would rather stop or put the lid on before you ever even have to think about the possibility of feeling an emotion you don't want to feel before doing the work that could get you the win that you want. You'd rather go ahead and make the decision that you're not going to so you don't have to entertain the thought that you might at some point feel 
disappointment or an emotion that you don't want to feel versus even having the possibility of the win. Can anybody relate to that? You all, get your hopes up. Get them all the way up. (laughs) Dream big and then dream bigger than that. And then decide that's not big enough and dream even bigger. Aim high, miss high. You have to have a vision. You have to have a goal. You have to have something you're working towards. And it it has to be something that is a big win or dream or desire for you instead of a low expectation because you think that you can that you can do that and there won't be much emotion attached to it it's the same reason that you attach time frames to achieving something all right i'm going to try um, this for six months or six weeks or 30 days or whatever it is and if it doesn't work I, i'm going to quit What on earth? Why start? You've already assumed failure. You've already assumed failure. You have to allow yourself the vision. And then cross that one out and say, nope, not big enough. And create a bigger vision. And if you've achieved what you wanted, set another goal. Cast another vision. If you slip or you tumble or you fall down, you get back up and you set the goal again. You don't lower it to meet your currently perceived circumstance. You don't lower your expectation. You don't lower what you want to achieve. You don't lower the goal to what you perceive to be the current reality or your ability to achieve it or because of the economy or because whatever. You cannot have a sky is falling mindset and expect to succeed, period, the end. You will manifest and create the reality that you are fearing. If you fear that your business isn't going to be here in six months, if you fear that you're not going to make it to that goal, if you fear loss, if you fear losing what you have, or never getting there. You fe- you, you're fearing that failure. You are going to manifest that reality. You are going to create the situation. If you're acting out of desperation, you will create exactly the situation you don't want. And I know from experience, you know, when something goes wrong, guys, when the market tumbles, you don't sell and pull out your, your money. You write it out. You invest more in the, in, the, in the stocks that have bottomed out. You come out in a better position than ever. It applies to business. It applies to mindset. It applies to relationships. It applies to almost everything in life where you see chaos and scarcity, what you run from in fear, when you, you start the spiral of doom. It's run its course. I'll never get there. I'm just going to give up. Other people are seeing opportunity and possibility and a chance to come out even bigger and better than before. Where do you want to, which side of the fence do you want to be on? Because <laughs> I see opportunity right now. I see huge opportunity. There's nothing but room for growth. 
and I'm open to it. I am continually manifesting it and calling it in. Right now, the the state of the, the world, the economy, whatever, we're in an interesting time, to say the least, right? I don't care which politics are, any of that. 80% of the people are going to quit what they're working towards. Maybe more. At least 80%. Okay, so stick with it. So what if you stuck with it? What if you were there? What if you were consistent? What if you were showing up for yourself? They have no discipline. They're making choices based on emotions and what feels good instead of on goals. On creating something. They're saying yes to things they should say no to. But those who have resilience, who aren't getting distracted, who aren't shifting their focus. Because let me tell you something. In my current business, I see this a lot. I'm in the social marketing network marketing space. And what I see is people's businesses go up and down all of the time. They ebb and they flow. That's what they do. That's what normal business does, small business, entrepreneurship. But it does it in this space as well. And what they do when they're in a scarcity fear mindset is they say, well, just in case my business tanks or because my business has fallen backwards, instead of figuring out how I'm going to put my focus in and rebuild bigger and better than ever, because it's an incredible opportunity. It's incredible industry and space where you can leverage your time. Instead of doing that, they shift focus and they pick something else up. Oh, I got to get another job. I got to start another business. I'm going to get another side hustle to make up for what I'm not making in this or, or, or whatever, or to have a safety net for when ultimately the bottom falls out. They do that, and so they're shifting even more focus away from their business, pouring it in, into the other thing, which takes a, it doesn't have the time leverage. It's hour for hour, You're a direct exchange of time and money. And they end up manifesting and, cre- and creating exactly what they didn't want to happen, but because they chose to shift focus many, 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 many times, before they even ever would have needed the safety net, because again, it's their mindset. It's their fear talking. Oh, I can't, it's good, so it has to end up being bad. And then they create what they didn't want to because they not only took time away and focus away from their business, but they impacted their entire teams. They impacted other people. It's perception too. Perception is reality. They're making choices based on emotions instead of on goals, saying yes to things they should say no to, shifting their focus and getting distracted, and creating what they didn't want to happen in the first place. Do you get it? But those who have resilience, who see opportunity, who have discipline, they ride out the chaos, the entrepreneur's roller coaster. They have that emotional intelligence. They ultimately will win. There will be ups and downs. It's going to be hard no matter what industry you're in, no matter if it's a personal goal, a family goal, a relationship goal, a business goal, but you're going to win. Resilience wins the day. So what do you see in yourself? Ask yourself that. 
Because the problem is that the human condition is to see scarcity. It's, it's lack, fear. I got to protect. I need comfort. As my friend Amber Olson Rourke, who's also a total boss, <laughs> uh, recently said to us, you got to stop playing not to lose. Think about that. So many of us play not to lose. Not to lose, not to win. <clears throat> not to lose, to hoard what we have. To not fail miserably, to have the safety net. To just tread water and, and keep it alive. We're desperate. And we just want to hold on to just enough. And what are we getting? Stagnant energy. And I spoke about it in my last episode, which attracts what? Nothing. So playing not to lose instead of playing to win is a really scary game. We move differently and more intentionally and our energy is different. We have inspiration and vision when we are playing to win. If you're playing not to lose or you're, or you're living in fear mode, scarcity mode, let me just sit on this. Let me think about it. I'm so overwhelmed. The economy sucks. The, the whatever. I don't want to do that. You keep setting yourself back because of your thoughts about what you believe to be your circumstance. Because of the circumstance that 99% of the time was created in your mind. <clears throat> uh, circumstances are not perception. A circumstance is a fact. This is really important, okay, that you understand this, that we all understand this. A circumstance is a fact that would be a fact to anyone without an opinion. It is not to be argued. It is raining is a circumstance. It just is. It's raining. You can't dispute it. It'll never stop raining. That is not that is not a circumstance. <laughs> That's what you believe right now. That's what it feels like. Does that make sense? Because it's really important to know that as we move forward and, and make those mindset moves. Circumstance is a fact. Yet we form perceptions and opinions about our current reality and we call it a circumstance. Our brains can only process chunks of information at a time. And they filter reality to what, what they deem as important, what your brain sees as important. So you have a memory and you can't remember some of the little details because your brain was filtering. It's always filtering. And you've programmed it, what to feel, see, remember. So the external, wor external world that we're seeing is a projection of our mind filtered through behaviors, memories, experiences. <clears throat> overwhelm, uh, not a circumstance. You are not overwhelmed. You are feeling overwhelmed. That is an emotion that you can control with the clicks of your heel, Dorothy. Choose a different emotion by choosing a different thought. Let me walk through it more with you. This is going to change your. This is going to change your life. It changed my life, and if you let it, 
This can create immediate change for you. It is an emotion that you have about a circumstance or a situation that then impacts your willingness to act or not to act, which 100% impacts your desired result or your lack thereof. Because you know what? You have control, Dorothy. You can let a fear or a situation or a number control you and your actions or an opinion or you can take control and act no matter what. I watch people in my space, in, in not my space, the social app, but my network marketing, my social marketing space, let their sales or volume control what they are going to do. Ups down this month. Guess I won't do anything. Instead of doing the same thing, slight edge style, month after month, over and over again, no matter what. They control their volume. They control their business. They don't let it control them. So I'm, I'm certified in uh, neuro-linguistic programming, or NLP. And part of that study involves the neurological levels and in what we call the frames of NLP, the external and internal levels of results, behavior, skills, beliefs, and values that create your identity or your I am statement, your I am. <clears throat> and there are different coaching models based off of this concept as well. Um, some that are very, very popular. It's, it's all based off of this. <laughs> But it boils down to two choices or states of being, cause and effect. Living in a state of cause where we take 100% responsibility for everything in our perception, where we realize that we can create the results that we desire through our actions and that those actions are influenced by our thinking and that we can only see what we expect to see. That is cause, that is taking responsibility, knowing that we're in control. Or, and this is where most people are, it's the, key, it's the human condition again, they live in effect. Effect is where we believe it is being done to us and that we are not responsible for what is going on nor are we in control of it because of Fill in the blank. I feel this way because you are following with excuses as to why you can't have it, do it, be it, show up, stop eating, go to the training, watch the video, work out, whatever it is. I would love to be where you are, but you know what I wish I wish that I I could do that, but I can't because. You know, my business isn't where I want it to be because. Because of the economy, because of the pandemic, because nobody's buying anything. Nobody wants to buy. Those are lies. The airport that I went to, the, the dang, it, it was full of cars. Everybody's out there traveling. I'm, I see your vacations to Italy on my Facebook. There is more money in this economy right now than maybe ever in the history of time, right? But you're seeing what you expect 
to see. You are making an excuse. It's an excuse, regardless if valid, or if your mind's just justifying your unwillingness to do the thing or for that to be your choice. We can be at cause or we can be at effect and we have the ability to change it at any time because we either have the results we want or the excuses why we don't, right? We either have the results that we want or the excuses why we don't. Where's the lie? Where's the lie? The excuses are almost always related to our limiting beliefs, to fear. You have the ability to move yourself from a state of effect to cause, to results instead of excuses. So the next time you tell yourself you are or aren't doing something or where you want to be because of something external, stop yourself. Actually, go ahead and write it out right now. Write your, write your effect statement out right now. Write your because statement. Do this exercise right now. Because I know if you're listening to this, it's because you are feeling some kind of way, right? You need inspiration. You need guidance. You aren't where you want to be. You want to make a move. You want to you pivot. You want to grow. Whatever it is. So what is it? I am not where I want to be. I don't make the money I need to make. I haven't done this because... Maybe you have five of them. Write them out. And then cross out the because. And leave only the part before. Try how it feels to just sit in the statement and be 100% responsible for the circumstance and the result. How powerful do you feel? Because you should feel incredibly powerful, my friend. You have control. 100% responsibility. There is no external force. It is you. I am not where I want to be. Take it. The end. My sales are down. Because. Cross it out. My sales are down. Because really it's because I didn't do what I needed to do for them to be up. The end. So now what am I going to do about these things? I am in control. It's an incredibly powerful place to be. There is no external force impacting your ability to achieve anything. Because so long as you make excuses, as you blame other people, the economy, you don't take responsibility, you live in cause versus effect, or sorry, effect versus cause, you will not get the results that you want. See how it all fits together? Cause is control, right? And we are in control. We always have been. So I'm going to end with this. Do the exercise above and and then ask yourself these questions. What excuses am I always making? What belief is causing me to put on the brakes? Do you put unnecessary obstacles in front of yourself (laughs) because you're afraid to show up fully or to fail or worse, to succeed? And you're going to have to feel one of those things. Do you let your emotions control you? Or do you focus on what you want? 
Or do you focus on the excuses or the reasons why you, you don't work for it or you lost it or you don't have it yet? <clears throat> Ooh, and, and the other one, I, I wasn't even going to talk about this, but I just want to dip my toe in and say this. <sighs> do you let the people around you and what they do or don't do determine what you do? If someone quits a workout program or a job or a business a company, or anything, do you let that influence what you do? Do you let somebody else leave, you know, they leave or they don't succeed, they quit? Maybe you perceived them to be successful, but you don't know the reality, friends. We live in a fake it till you make it society. It's gross. Do you let those things and those people influence what you do? If someone does a, a, a workout program or a wellness program or something, do you quit or not start because they said it didn't work? Just think about that. Because somebody else got divorced, do you not get married? Or do you divorce your spouse because they did? Oh, marriage must be a sham. Divorce filing. Because the human condition is to quit, to give up, to move on, whether it's the right thing to do or not. And I'm not talking about in a divorce situation. I'm talking about the others. We now have less than a goldfish's ability to concentrate or focus on something, friends. That isn't good. Just because someone quits something, it doesn't make the thing bad or wrong or it doesn't mean it doesn't work. There's studies out there that show the average person quits a wellness program or or a workout diet, diet program within five weeks. It doesn't mean they don't work. It means that person didn't work. You start a business, they quit, so you do too. What? Why? doesn't mean it doesn't work. It means they didn't work. You let someone else's choice or work ethic or laziness determine what you could have. Stop. You got to stop letting other people's choices dictate your future. I know I went off on a little bit of a tangent there, but it was on my heart, so I had to say it. You got to stop letting people impact your reality in a negative way. What could have been your destiny? And you got to stop hesitating. You got to cross out everything after the because, the excuse, move mountains, don't create them. Take inspired action and do it now because all we have is now. Tomorrow is not guaranteed and yesterday is gone. Take inspired action now because where you will be if you do, if you choose cause, responsibility, resilience, if you raise your energy and you get your hopes up and you just write out a vision, you will be shocked at where you are in two months when you have that perfect storm of action, responsibility, resilience, energy, hope, vision. Where would you be in six months? 
Imagine having results and not excuses. Go out there and create the results you want. The, the only time we have is now, so let's, let's do it. Results, not excuses. Thank you so much for listening today. It is an honor that you share your time with me, truly. And I hope that you share this podcast with people important to you who need to hear it. Please follow or subscribe to the show where you listen to your podcast. That would mean the world to me. And you can hop over to Instagram and follow me there for some free tools that I'm going to be sharing at I am Jen Elston with two N's on Jen. And of course, join me right here next week on You Are Not Excused.